Saka please. Hello and welcome to the Point Blank series of Indicast. Today we have with us Mr. Kanu H. Doshi, who is a senior practicing chartered accountant and a consultant to the Association of Mutual Funds in India on taxation, company law and financial matters. He is also a director in the boards of companies like Reliance Capital Asset Management Limited, BOB Capital Markets Limited and Edelweiss Capital Asset Management Limited. He has co-authored books on tax holidays, financial accounting and recently special economic zones. He is also the Dean Finance at Velinka Institute of Management, Mumbai. This podcast was recorded two days after the Union Budget 2008 was announced. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation with Mr. Kanu H. Doshi. Good evening, Mr. Kanu Doshi. It's an honor to have you here. Oh, I'm flattered, uh, Abhishek, that <laughs> you have thought it fit to sound me on this Union Budget. So the first question to you is, how would you rate the Union Budget 2008 presented by Mr. Chidambaram? Last year's budget on a similar question by a similar friend like you, mm-hmm. I had given him 4 out of 10 mm-hmm. because last year's budget had disappointed countless people including me. This year, I am not disappointed by whatever he has done. Though 4 marks I am holding back out of 10 is because he could have gone little more mm-hmm. than he has done. But nonetheless, he has done fairly decent uh, job for which he deserves to be given 16% of the marks. Oh, yeah. So you are like the English teacher who doesn't give away marks very easily. <laughs> so call what you want. I know you were my student and uh, I don't know whether I was strict with you. But you were a very mischievous student. Okay. <laughs> and so why do you rate 6 on 10? My reasons are this. Mm-hmm. Abhishek, the entire world which has studied this budget, and you'll be happy to know, uh, and I for one am proud to tell you, that now the entire world is watching what India is doing, particularly in the direction of its financial matters and how it conducts its balance sheet and accounting. So it was very heartening to note comments coming in from all over the world about this budget. Now the point I am trying to say is this, that in this budget he has attempted a very positive, pragmative stand. It is true that human nature might react that he has given away 60,000 crores to farmers and this is merely a vote-catching device. Maybe it is so, but let us not forget that despite a tolerably good monsoon all over the country, there were patches, particularly say in Maharashtra, within the Maharashtra, the Vidarbha, uh, there has been a drought and Abhishek, this is the third year of the drought. You follow, a farmer normally has a capacity to withstand two years of bad crops. But the third year literally kills him. And that's what we saw at the end of the last year's monsoon. Now, there is an attempt by the government to address this issue. You might justifiably say, will the finance minister's action save those lives? Mm -hmm. Now that perhaps 
only the time will tell. Why I am so slightly skeptical about this is we in India, particularly the government machinery, has a very funny history that out of 100 rupees, not entire 100 rupees reach the ultimate beneficiary for whom it was meant. There are leakages in the middle. Assuming even half of it were to reach the real beneficiary. On a big picture basis that I say Roman 1, that is a plus. As if that was not enough, second Roman good is he has not ignored the urban population also. You will agree that in India it is largely the urban sector which pays the income tax. Yes, the working class. That's right. Because working class is in metropolitan cities and tier 2 cities, tier 3 cities. Yes. But rural area by definition doesn't pay income tax. The reasons are twofold. One, those who are generating income, it is agricultural income which is exempt from yes. tax yes. for number of years under the constitution. Number two, the poverty in the rural area is such that it keeps them below the taxable limit. Yes. So, finally, the brunt of the direct tax provisions burden is on the urban sector. And I am glad on Roman 2 point that finance minister in this budget has made their life easier. Mm. He has lowered the basic rate of tax burden on all the taxpayers across the board at whatever level of income. The third plus is he has thought it fit to keep in view senior citizens. He has done two things for senior citizens. One, he has not only increased the basic rate of tax exemption from 195,000 to 2,25,000. What he has done is he has increased a provision for deduction by way of health care insurance premium from Earlier it is 20,000. Mm -hmm. He has given additional 20,000 to say a son of a senior citizen. Now senior citizen by definition like our rural fellow men mm -hmm. do not have very high income. So you had a provision in the law which said if a senior citizen were to pay he will get 20,000 deduction. Abhishek were to pay he will get 15,000. Why? Because Abhishek is young. Right. But it it presumed, presuppose that the senior citizen had the income to contribute 20,000. Yes. This budget addresses this anomaly. Mm. That Abhishek as a very active earning member is generating very decent income, but not so his parents. He is now encouraged to take additional policy on the life of his parents mm. for their medical insurance and Abhishek will get an additional deduction of 20,000 rupees. Over and above the 15,000, he is getting it for his own life. Right. So you have Abhishek, the taxpayer who is in a high income tax bracket, will now pay 35,000. 15 and, 20. And get entire 35,000 as tax deductible item. Hmm. Now that's a great relief. And this is recognizing a reality. Now the children are encouraged to look after their parents like in a better way. Mm -hmm. That's the point. Sir, yeah. then since he has increased the tax slab 
that is anyone who earns up to 150,000 yes. shall not be taxed. Correct. So now the number of people who will pay tax will have reduced. Correct. So isn't he ceiling off a good amount of income that is generated through taxation which is a primary source of revenue for the government? I'm glad that you have asked this question and your question would be music to the ears of finance ministry <laughs> bureaucrats. They were resisting this for quite some time uh -huh. only on this ground that sir every time finance minister would mention that let us raise the basic rate exemption mm -hmm. to a higher figure they would come up with this explanation. Sir, so many people will go out of our tax net on top of it, sir, they are going out of our tax net will result in so much of loss of revenue. Yes. The back of the envelope calculation had earlier shown that if the finance minister were to raise the basic exemption from 1,10,000 to 1,50,000, the loss of revenue is 5,000 crores. Okay. Yes. And yet, here is a finance minister who has gone ahead while giving it. You will be again amazed to know, Abhishek, that he has not stopped at raising the exemption from 1,10,000 to 1,50,000. He has done one second thing, which is also a very major relief and that is this. Earlier, you hit the highest marginal rate of tax at 2,50,000 income. The rate of tax is now over 5 lakhs, only you will pay 30%. 3 lakhs is 10%. Yes. From 3 lakhs to 5 lakhs, Earlier you were paying at 30%, the rate of tax is now 20%. Yes. So very substantial bonanza is also included in this by reshuffling even the slabs. Yes. And one view is that finance minister is going to end up losing 10,000 crores. Hmm. Yes. Now, you raise this point that is the finance minister right in doing this? I'll give you another reason on your side mm -hmm. and then rebut both these points. Okay. The second point we, you could also say is, Mr. Doshi, it is with great difficulty that a person comes within the tax net. Here was a basic exemption of 1,10,000 as a result of which X number of citizens came under his net. Hmm. And if you are in his net, you are in his gaze. Yes. You are under his magnifying glass. Now. A situation will arise where countless people will go out of the tax net yes. and therefore will go out of his focus. Hmm. They will go out of his magnifying glass. So there is a second whammy mm -hmm. according to your school of thought yes. which the finance minister has done something wrong. Yes. Now comes my reply to both the criticism. Coming back to second point first. That Losing out people from your tax net, now in this budget, Abhishek, he has made it compulsory to have permanent account number for any financial transaction. What was happening was, it's only if your investment in mutual fund exceeded 50,000 that you needed to cite PAN number. Yes. Now he says, every financial transaction will need citing given permanent account number. In other words, he is very conscious of the fears that you have in mind. Mm. But people under the net so far were only salaried people. That is one class alone which paid the tax in those initial brackets. Then came the big fish, 
people with income over 5 lakhs, 7 mm-hmm. lakhs, 10 lakhs and 10 crores and 1 crore and whatever you. So you had a huge segment of your population right. which never paid any income tax. And why? Because they were not salaried people. Right. And you don't have machinery to catch them. All that you have is some 1500 people whom you will selectively send at one place, make a survey there mm. and ask those guys why are you not filing returns etc etc but which has not produced dramatic results. Therefore, the only class which bore the brunt of your this kind of taxes were largely the salary class. Yes. So it is that class which has been addressed. Number two, don't forget Abhishek, this is one class which is also your investing class. The class which invests money in your savings instruments, in your instruments like public provident fund, in your national savings certificates, in your postal savings certificates. So you are going to keep track of them. They are all under you. So with the computerization, once you have the data bank, you can catch the guy in any case. But have you not made his life so simple that you have made his investment really enjoyable? That as a result of this new provisions, across the board there will be minimum saving of 50,000 rupees a citizen. Hmm. Now which is lot of money. At 4 lakhs, somebody has calculated yesterday I was going through, uh-huh. that at an income of 4 lakhs and plus your saving is something like 40,000 a year, which is virtually an additional bonus given to you by your employer. Instead, this bonus comes not from the employer, but from the number. So this is a great feeling. So then, do you think that now that there will be more money to spend, the disposable income increasing, and hence it will be ploughed back into the economy because household items, etc., all of them will be purchased at a different level, a little more. So is there a fear of inflation that now which is hovering around 5.5, it might just trend along to 6 I would not react on the number business, whether 5.5 will become 6 or not. But I concede your basic principle. That Mm -hmm. is this measure inflationary? The answer is yes, Abhishek. Mm. But but all inflations are not bad. There is a very interesting debate going on that given a choice before the finance minister, what should he select, growth Mm -hmm. or inflation? And economists world across rarely are unanimous. <laughs> this is one situation in which they are unanimous to say growth should precede over inflation. Now you will say, but finance minister, she is so concerned about inflation. Even in this speech, he has mentioned several times. Right. Yes, mentioned this because any party facing election is more worried about inflation than growth. In fact, this Mr. Chidambaram himself is on record to say (laughs) that if inflation rises, I will lose my job. Hmm. If growth suffers, I will not lose my job. Therefore, choice before any finance minister is inflation over growth. But the good news is that while that he has been talking about controlling inflation and playing around with the interest rates, I am very sure that this budget is going to trigger growth because of the consumption spending that you have rightly visualized. So that answers your question on inflation and the Mm -hmm. 
the growth. So I for one, believe me, uh, you will agree that Kishore Biani, mm-hmm. the man who pioneered the Pentaloop, the retail mall and all that, and believe me, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. We should actually give him Padma Shri. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> he is laughing to the back. Why? Because he knows that out of 50,000 rupees that Abhishek has extra money in his pocket, the first thing is going to go is rush to his mall and buy a fancy shirt and a fancy clothes and everything. So who has benefited Kishore Biyani? But don't forget, every time Abhishek buys anything, it is ultimately the manufacturer who manufactured that shirt benefits. Be it uh, Zodiac, be it uh, Kumar Mangalam Birla's uh, Van Uzan and, yes. uh, and Louis Philippe. It will take care. I mean, there will yes. be more profits there. Mr. Kumar Mangalam Birla will employ more workers in his factory to mm-hmm. turn out more shirts. Why? Because more shirts will be purchased from the money that is now in your hands. Yes, and it also helps that Mr. Chidambaram has agreed to reduce the excise duty from 16% to 14%, yes. thereby passing that double benefit to the, that shirt manufacturer that you are talking about. Wonderful. I am glad you raised that point because that is the second reason why I gave 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. That, again, a tremendously popular, wise and bold decision on his part to have given across the board reduction of 2% and which will have a multiplier effect. No critic has yet mentioned the multiplier effect mm. of a budget of this nature. That this 50,000 you have in your pocket will, it will have a productive effect in my view at least 2 lakhs. The reason is very simple. From Kumar Mangalambirla having more workers, he is given a additional employment, which money again will be spent. Don't forget that. So that is what I am saying is the multiplying of a growth. So why do you think finance minister in this budget is talking about 40,000 crores he has collected more than what he had anticipated? This is the outcome of multiplier effect. Then the citizens have prospered so well Mm-hmm. Thanks to the stock market touching 21,250 index, all-time high, and countless people making money, mm-hmm. that money went in for several things, including payment of tax. Right. Now people like I and you sold shares, made that short-term capital gain, on which the tax paid last year is going to be 10%. So all this has generated 40,000 crores mm. in terms of revenue. Service tax, excise, everything has gone up. Why? Because production has gone all along has gone up, economic activity has gone up. And mind you, Abhishek, this 9% of last year's growth is year on year on year. Yes. Don't forget that. Yes. Built into that itself is a multiplier effect. Five years ago, if you earn 9%, and five years across the board, you earn 9%. So every year, you are earning more. It's like what Warren Buffett says on compound interest. Compounding is not confined only to a debt instrument, to a debenture or to a bond. Mm-hmm. It's like, to explain in very simple terms, if you have given me one lakh of rupees at an interest of 10%, and if you say, Mr. Doshi, you do not have to give me interest every year, but give me 
at the end of five years, five years interest together. Okay. With one small condition, Mr. Doshi, that you will have to give me interest on interest. That makes it compound. Yes. So first year one lakh will have 10% interest, so 10,000. Next year I'll have to give you 10% of one lakh 10,000, hmm. which will be 11,000. Yes. And so on. Yes. So the net effect is that I would have ended up paying you interest on interest. Hmm. And interest on interest is always interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that is compound interest. Right. Yes. Now, now come back to Warren Buffett. Yes. He says the whole world knows this part. Right. That on a debt instrument, and this your loan to me is called a debt. Yes. Right. Hmm. Or a bond. Hmm. Or a debenture with a company. Hmm. On that, the company pays regularly the interest. Hmm. Yes. Now, Warren Buffett says mm -hmm. there is compounding even in an equity share. Hmm. Now, you will wonder, Mr. Doshi, if I hold Infosys, say, for sake of argument, 1000 Infosys, on that Infosys, I will get my dividend. Yes. First year, Narayan Murthy's company will send me a check. Yes. So, now, where is the compounding of that dividend? by Mr. Narayan Murthy, it can't be there, right? Right. You are wrong. <laughs> Even after giving you the check of dividend, mm -hmm. Abhishek, you never forget that a good company never ever gives away 100% of dividend. It earns, say, 1000 rupees. Right. On that 1000 rupees, it pays tax of, say, 34%. Mm -hmm. It is left with 66 after tax. Yes. It does not ever give away 66. Good conservative company says we will give not more than 50% of what we have earned. So out of 66, 33 will come to you. Balance 33 will remain with the company. Now this 33 retained by the company, this is what we call in, in corporate finance, retained earnings. Yes. Right? Now imagine company like Infosys company like Wipro, company like Tata and Steel, company like Reliance Industries, they earn a pishek, hold your breath, crores and crores of rupees by way of after-tax profit. Okay? Right. Now those crores and crores remain with the company. Yes. They are there with the company to generate further revenue. Okay. Because on an average, every company grows by 25%. They, they generate that kind of revenue. Right. Now, 25% on a year, on year, on year means that the retained earnings also are generating that kind of earnings of 25%. Where do they go? They again remain with the company's profit. Yes. So this year it was 1,000 crores. Mm -hmm. Next year it will be 1,333 crores. Following year it will be 25% of oh, that right. amount and so yes. on. Right. So that is what I am trying to say that this is the beauty of multiplier effect. So, this buoyancy that finance minister has seen this year mm -hmm. has emboldened him mm -hmm. to take a further bet on increased collections from which he is going to finance this 60,000 crore to the farmers okay. partly. Yes. And partly he will, there is never a dearth for a finance minister to raise revenue. Right. In a worst scenario, he will absorb it himself. Or two, he will issue bonds to some bank who will subscribe to that, give that money to the government as simple as that. Yes. In other words, the money is there in the system. If you needed a proof, mm -hmm. 
रिलायंस पावर आईपीओ इनिशियल पब्लिक ऑफरिंग यू नो वॉज ओवर सब्सक्राइब बाई हंड्रेड एंड ट्वेंटी सेवन टाइम्स वॉट इज इट सजेस्ट बॉस दैट देर इज सो मच मनी इन द सिस्टम दैट द लिक्विडिटी विच अ रिटेल इन्वेस्टर इज माइंड ब्लोइंग देर वेर क्यूज ऑन द लास्ट डेट टू पुट गिव देर फॉर्म वॉट इज इट शो दैट पीपल हैव द मनी फॉर अ राइट इंस्टॉल सो दैट शूड अक्सर योर फियर अबाउट इन्फ्लेशन एंड वॉट एव यू So, in other words, according to you, the finance minister has unleashed. Yes, he obviously always on record on Sundays papers. <laughs> you notice, he says the journalist asked this very question to him. That sir, what is your message to the Indian taxpayer? And he said, my message is 50 percent. You please save <laughs> and invest wisely, preferably in the instruments that I have got. Balance 50 percent. You are free to spend it. So that I want even economy to prosper, because your spending will trigger the economic growth. Right. And sir, apparently in this union budget there was a very unique instrument that he spoke about, and that is the tiger conservation project. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, it really surprised all of us, including you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because. Ordinarily, why should an animal like tiger mm-hmm. find a place in a budget paper? But I'll tell you, one of course, our prime minister has been voicing his concern about depleting number of tigers, yes. and we in India are proud of our population of tigers, lions, wild animals, and somehow for poaching etc. etc. it has declined. So in this budget, he has made a financial provision to. enable preservation efforts so what will mean will uh, wherever we have one uh, forest officer maybe we'll have to the additional salary will come from that provision right. possibly uh, but that reminds me of bishak a very uh, funny incident that mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. when if you recollect we were both going for a walk in the <laughs> evening from a seminar uh-huh. we both got lost in that uh, walk mm-hmm. and we landed up in a jungle <laughs> And in that jungle, if you recollect, in the middle of the night, we were face to face with a tiger. Oh, a tiger, <laughs> and a ferocious one at that. Uh-huh. Your first reaction was, Mr. Doshi, let us run to the nearest tree, right, <laughs> and climb that tree because you were aware that tigers cannot, cannot climb a tree, right? Though a cat can. Hmm. Cat is a species of that very animal. Yes. But be that as it may, tigers cannot climb a tree. Right. And I remember having told you that Abhishek, I have read in one book mm-hmm. in which it is said that if you put your eyes into the eyes of the tiger, mm-hmm. the tiger tends to run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was your reaction? Your reaction was, Mr. Doshi, maybe there is a book of that nature. Maybe you have read that book. <laughs> But I am sure, Mr. Doshi, this tiger has not read that book. <laughs> yes, but I will not take the chance of putting my eyes into that tiger's eyes. I am climbing that tree. If you want to join me, feel free. <laughs> oh well, that's Mr. Kanu H. Doshi for all you guys out there. A finance guy with a brilliant sense of humor. Who would have thought, Mr. Kanu Doshi? It was an honor, privilege to talk to you. 
and uh, I'm sure all our listeners who are listening to this from all parts of the globe will have something new from this one because there were many points that you brought up that were between the lines and I have to confess I did not read when I read the reports on let's say on the websites or in the newspapers. Okay. So I take something new and I'm sure our listeners will too. Thank you. Okay. Now let me tell you, I'm also really enjoyed every minute of my conversation with you and I'm really amazed that you have such a vast uh, listenership and therefore I feel flattered that you <laughs> thought it fit to come here and talk to me. I enjoyed every minute. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks a lot.